It's a new day, yes it is. The time is now, the moment is here. Get rid of your fears, no time for the tears. Because we gon' make it. The future is ours, cause we got the power in the palm of our hand. Give him the chance, you know. And when it seems everything's wrong and the pressure is on, that's when it's time to be strong. Just look in the mirror and wipe your face. Step up to the plate, cause it's time to be great. So come on and embrace the new day. Come on and live life a new way. Don't stop till you reach the top. And while I'm haters keep hating, you'll be winning a race. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast that finished recapping Kingdom Hearts and is now doing The World Ends With You. Because fuck it, I'm Wheels and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm alright. I'm okay. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And now- so is that a joke? Is that a joke? Because that's also what you named the file of your notes. A new day. Yes, it is. Is that a thing that I don't understand? Uh, I mean, it's just part of the game. You go to a new day. You get uh, you get a new secret boss where you fight um, three reapers that are designed around the uh, the wrestling group, the New Day. So you have you have your Kofi Kingston Reaper. And you have your what? Xavier Woods Reaper. You have your big E Reaper, and they're all very powerful. And Neku gets pancakes dropped on him. It's great. This means nothing to me. It means something to like two people out there. Well, probably a lot of people. Cool. I have no, I have no clue what our like <laughs> our listenership thinks of wrestling, <laughs> but at least a few. Um, uh, anyways, I'll tell you what I think of re- if you if you were to tell me to think about wrestling, and then you world ends with you scanned me. All you would <laughs> get would be the fucking what a wonderful world such would be monologue. <laughs> Because I don't fucking, it's not even that I, like, it's not even that I, like, actively dislike it. People have tried to get me into wrestling before, and it's just, my eyes just glaze over. Like, it's just so immediately boring to me. You you are valid. I, um, the the part of, of my brain that appreciates wrestling is very similar to the part of my brain that appreciates, like, shonen anime fights, even if I don't like the show. It's just like, yeah, cool, looks, it looks, yeah. People doing a, mm-hmm. a punch, although not not as visually satisfying, but still. That's why I just watched John Wick instead. That's, yeah, John Wick is is is, is good. Um, I hope John Wick is in Kingdom Hearts Four. I don't. I don't <laughs> they'll, comment, they'll make comments about how you know, Sora, you're a lot like John. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be what? like, are it? What is he? <laughs> how? <laughs> Trinity limit murder everyone. <laughs> uh. Oh God, I don't think Disney owns that shit. But who could say, really? Who could? <laughs> who can say? <laughs> Anyways, a new day. Uh, you unlock it when you do some weird missions throughout the, like, chapter select makes it easier uh, because they're difficult. But uh, you, there's some weird, like, purple reapers that you can hunt down and, and clear their missions and unlock a new day. And when you open it, it opens with a vision of the reaper pin skull symbol appearing above like the player pin but it's red yeah uh and it appears up in the, in the sky above the skyscrapers of shibuya and it's um, not shibuya it's not shibuya it's shinjuku we will later learn yes it's just towers so i i my brain just assumed there's one place in this game mm-hmm. um but it is you're right it is later revealed to be shinjuku but it's it's above some towers and we see that the buildings are starting to evaporate and uh, we get some text on the screen. It looks more like handwritten than what we're used to, but it says uh, everyone's gone away. And then there's a second one that says all that's left in the world 
is me, and then Naku wakes up. Just kind of interesting. Kind of has a, it's kind of a corollary to the early like, the early Neku stuff of Neku saying like, you know, all that matters is me kind of it's shit. Like but an inversion. Mm-hmm. You could you could you could certainly use that word. Neku is, finds himself in the scramble crossing. Um, he makes it clear through his thoughts that he just had that like what we just saw was a vision that he just saw. Uh, he's yeah. as confused by it as we are. Uh, Beat is there, though, too. He's confused why they're there. Neku's confused why they're there. Then they get a mission mail, which I'm sure is even more confusing because like, holy shit, they're probably so tired of this. Yeah, it's a mission mail. Like exactly how long it's been. I don't know if this is right after the credits because, you know, Beat says where was Rhyme? So like we know that they have been back. Yeah. And, and stuff later kind of indicates that they've adjusted to normal life again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is it's probably been at least a few weeks, I would guess since they all went back to the RG. Um, but the mission mail says, Welcome to the Reaper's game, colon, expert mode. Get out of Shibuya. You have 24 hours. Fail and face erasure. And then everyone's favorite character, Coco, comes back. Remember Coco yes. from The World Ends With You, the character that we all know uh-huh. and was definitely in the game, Coco? Yes. She's a little girl. She wears kind of like uh, pastel goth things no she's not in the game the world's with it and she's, with you. she's like, a new character that's in this she's got like candy raver bracelets on it's she's great. also uh both in her design and in her dialogue it's clear that she's younger or at least she appears younger than the characters who can say with this game because joshua is secretly eternal years old but she is at least presented as a younger as like a young girl and she's t- she as you put it, she talks like she's posting in your notes. It says yes. that. This, uh, this kind of reminds me of Undertale in the way that it kind of reads like a Twitter roleplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, like, oh, my God. She says, Lamau. She says, uh, things get really heated. At one point, she says, STFU and GTFO. Spoilers. She, she says, lol, a, a lot. Yeah, and I think, so when I was reading about her before, actually playing it it seems like she is in the ios game as like a tutorial that's correct speaker. she appears in yeah and it says that she's in, in solo remix i don't know which version of the game that is but it says that she also owns a shop and then she comes back up here acting like everyone should know her <laughs> uh which is great her name is her name is coco my notes will not say coco's name until the bottom because i missed her name um mm-hmm. so there's a lot of pink hoodie reapers uh, or girl, girl, <laughs> the girl, a uh, small girl who is Reaper. And yeah, so she's here. She, they just can't get rid of her. Uh, and so so Neku and, and Beat make their pact. Well, she yeah. Yeah. She says that she's a Reaper, but oh, she doesn't yes. know what's going on. Yeah. It's weird that she also doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know the mission. And so they begrudgingly let her tag along because you know, she doesn't know what's going on either. She's not attacking them, whatever. It's no harm to them. Yeah, she's just hanging out. She she provides colorful commentary throughout the day. We're not going to go through, like, detailed notes of everything that happens, although there is some good dialogue that I do have brought out in my notes. But the main thing about this day is when you go to a place, it's not the place that you were used to. It's, like, rearranged. Right, it's, if you think of it as, like, a, 
I mean, the game is laid out in screen. So if you think of it like Legend of Zelda, it's like you're going back to the same dungeon in the sense that all the screens are there, but they're all rearranged. So the world ends with you, Master Quest. Right. Screen A used to connect to screen B, but now it connects to like screen F and Shibuya is all mismatched in this uh, in this game. Yes. Uh, so you go up to tin four and it's actually, I think, the sh- like a shop or something that I don't know which one. Uh, but ultimately, you know, like it doesn't really matter where these scenes take place. They're just not, you know, everything's not the way it's used to. Um, they draw attention to that, I think, because Beat and Neck were like, I know this place like the back of my hand, but how the fuck did we get here? Something else is kind of mixed up. They keep running into characters they recognize. First, they run into Shiki and Rhyme, uh, but Shiki still looks like Aerie, and both of them, both Neku and Beat are suspicious because Shiki and Rhyme are both acting a little strangely. Uh, Rhyme is kind of acting coldly to Beat, and Shiki seems to have forgotten that she forgotten why she looked like Eri for a while until Neku reminds her, and she's like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, because she looks like Eri now. Right. In this game. So yeah, that's weird. And they and they talk about it for a little bit. Um b- before that happens, it doesn't really matter that this that we're talking about it after, but um uh, it did happen before where Neku gets uh, his second vision. Um this time of a girl with headphones on, she's in like a school uniform, and she has a stuffed animal uh, in her. Not- yeah, notably she has. It looks a, very like, similar to Mr. Mew. Notably, she has a Mr. Mew-looking stuffed animal. She has head uh, like Shiki. She has headphones like Neku, and her clothes are white and red like Beats. So. And her hair is blonde like Joshua's. So, this isn't this isn't a spoiler. There is no additional information in this day that gives me more speculation than we've already gotten through. But if this girl is a fusion of all of these people and Yozora is a fusion of, of oh, Sora and Riku, I, 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 I don't know. There's the, the, there, are, there are so many weird similarities between, like... The possibilities are limitless. Truly, like, Sora seems to, is, is in Shibuya, and Yozora is in that same video... And his design is a weird mix of Riku and, and Sora visually. Um, and also it's very much like Noctis, but I think we kind of worked backwards <laughs> uh, from that. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, now seeing this character who is very similar to a lot of characters in, in, in the world ends with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're similar down the road. I don't know. The, the final screen we'll get to, that's really like the, the biggest question mark I have. But I don't know. When did this? I'm going to Google real quick. When did the Switch version come out? Okay, so so this game came out last October. This I'm I'm like 90% sure that this a new day is only on the Switch version. Like this is the new like this is what makes it the You're correct. the final yep. remix. So this what we're covering today released 4 months before Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh-huh. So like it's not like it's not out of the question to 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 assume that they are more mm-hmm. connected. Like it's not like oh, it, it, all this stuff is just old and Kingdom Hearts is reappropriating parts of it. I I like th- these are pretty close together. <laughs> it's so like it's so tricky though because 
the final remix, when the final remix was released, Nomura was interviewed and he said, like, the sales of final remix are the world ends with you's final chance to see if there's enough of an audience to warrant a sequel. And by all accounts, it didn't sell enough. So it's hard to tell if what's being set up here, if we can say that it has any connection to Kingdom Hearts, or if this is setting up what would have been the World Ends With You sequel. It could, yeah, the, the thing is it very well could have been both. Yeah. Or it could have been January 15th and Namur is like, nah, fuck it, put Sora in Shibuya. How quickly can we render that? Ugh. Who could say? But they are closer together than proximity. Maybe the world ends with you too. Was like it could have been both. Like it could have been we're putting Sora in Shibuya and also mm-hmm. another world ends with you. It was just supposed to be like mm-hmm. like similar to how Remind is coming out, and then in two months we're getting Final Fantasy VII. Just like let's just right. appreciate all of the of of the Square Enix properties together. Cloud is probably in in Remind. I don't know. But have we seen any indication that Final Fantasies are in Remind? Yes, that's good. Haven't seen Cloud, but uh, I, I wouldn't. I, I think it'd be weird if Cloud wasn't there, considering Final Fantasy VII is around the corner. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? So maybe it was just that. Maybe it was just supposed to be like, hey, Square Enix is just popping off right now. If the world ends with you, did sell. Um. So so who knows how that affects the future of Kingdom Hearts? But uh, I think this character being looking weirdly like an aesthetic combination of our favorite, our favorite players is it, it rubs me a very similar way of someone saying, uh, someone pointing out Yozora's aesthetics being a combination of Kingdom Hearts right. three Riku and Sora. So eh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gesturing. I'm not, I'm not, I, I put, I pinned things. I'll, I'll join you. I'll join you in the gesture. I, I pinned things up on the board. I'm not drawing the lines. I just, I want people to know that they're all here. They continue on, they end up running into Izuki and Karia, and they fight them, but the weird thing is that in this instance, Izuki is the one who is lazy, and Karia is the hard worker who really wants a promotion, and Beat and Neku are like, huh, that's weird, isn't that backwards, isn't Izuki the hardworking one, and Karia the lazy one, and Coco's like, no, isn't this how it's always been? I'm pretty sure this is how it's always been, and they're like... I think you're wrong, but whatever. They're act- they seem to be acting weird. Yeah, I wrote down in my notes here, world lines in all caps. Um, I, I no longer believe that's what's happening. But yeah. also the game tells us what's happening. But uh, that was what I wrote down when I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is just we're in a different we're in a different Shibuya now. We're just putting the you're boys. You're not quite correct, as it turns out. Yeah, no, we're, we'll get more into it. But yeah, so Coco remembers it this way. Uh, Neku asks the Hot Topic Reapers, hey, who's the game master, like, for this game? And they don't know. They say that it, uh, whoever's running it is just staying in the dark this time. It's a real mystery. And, uh, they ask Coco, and she also doesn't know anything. And Neku thinks, well, Joshua has to know. Joshua knows everything. And then he gets a vision of (laughs) being shot by Joshua. (laughs) Yep. But uh, it's weird because, like, so this is the first one that's like, all right, that's just a memory. So I, I actually really love the way that this paces out and plots out these visions. Like, are these things he's remembering that, like, we the player didn't see? Or are these... Yeah. Because, like, at first it's like, are these visions going to happen or are they in the past? And now we see he's shot by Joshua, which further blurs that line of, like, are all of these memories or just this one? 
Um, we also, we talked, I, I think you said that it comes up in a new day. I must have missed it if it does. But remember in another day where Neku talked about having a friend who died? <laughs> I don't remember that coming up in this day at all. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, it's, it's in another day, not a new day. Okay, so it was just in another day? I think so. I think I read somewhere that it comes up in another day, and I assumed that, and I must have misread it as saying it comes up again in a new day. Okay. There was something else that someone pointed out, like uh, a, a boss rush where Joshua explains things to Neku about parallel worlds. I might hunt oh. that down in a second. But anyways, we get the, the vision of Neku being shot by Joshua, and the text on the screen that follows, it says, Hello, is anybody there? Hello, hello, Mister Puis. <laughs> Neku notes that uh, to himself that it feels a little different than a memory. They go to find Joshua, uh, but when they do, uh, and they're like, "Hey, Joshua, what's going on?" and he says, "Uh, uh it's uh, my Joshua. My name is actually Yeshia. Uh, so you pronounced it kind of incorrectly." And they're like, "What?" No, like, yes, that's your name, but you go by Joshua. And he's like, no, you must be wrong. And then he, like, tries to run away, basically. Yeah, he just fucking leaves. I, I love this shit. Um, there, there's two things I want to call out just because they're funny. Um, one is asking if he's the game master, and he says, I'm no game master, but I sure am proficient with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's before that where Beat says, cut the crap, and, uh, Yoshia says, did, did you just c curse? <laughs> it's, it's, it's very funny. It, even his eyes look different, like, there's just, uh, it's just a different oh, yeah, character. he's drawn together. with a lot more, he, he has, uh, I meat? think these are new illustrations, because it shows a very nervous, anxious Joshua. Yeah, the likes of which have never been seen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah, he just fucking bolts, um, and they follow him to what is the Shibuya River. I think it's technically the Rubicon, if I were to try and remember what exact scene uh, they're at. But yeah, they're they're continuing to call him out. Uh, I really like the scene where he's like, I don't, I, I'm not the person you think I am. Uh, I'll help however I can. Do you need to borrow my phone? Can I write you some poetry? <laughs> Uh, it's great, and, um, I think eventually he just recommends of them, like, you should talk to Hanakoma, he might know what you want. Where does the thing come, who says the thing about mischief, and then Beat misunderstands, and he says, who the hell is mischief? That is, so, uh, that happens in a second, they, Neku's like, oh, sure, yeah, I'll talk to Mr. H, and Yoshia's like, my, he's never gone by Mr. H, I don't know about that, but... Uh, he calls, uh, he calls Mr. H for him. On the phone, Hanakoma seems to, he seems to know, like, Neku, he calls them phones. Uh, he seems to know what's like, he seems to not be weird like everyone else is. But he also doesn't know Joshua and only knows Yashia. Yes, he, he seems to, he seems to be like, still an angel and all that shit, but just... Joshua's kind of this missing link because later on he'll be like no I've always known him just as 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 Yashia and um but he does like yeah I don't know who's running this game uh he says someone is causing some mischief and Beat says who the hell is mischief <laughs> which is d does have a good payoff later too mm -hmm. uh but Mr. H says to come to Wildcat uh and says that he will help guide him by calling him and telling him where to go 
and then Neku gets another vision. In this vision, uh, it's when Beat is about to be swallowed up by a shark noise, and Rhyme pushes him out of the way, and Rhyme dies. Remember when that happened? Uh-huh. And then text appears on the screen that says, somebody, anybody, can anybody hear me? Uh, and then Beat asks what Neku was seeing, and he's like, uh, it was just you and Rhyme, don't worry about it. Oh, and uh, Yoshio just fucking leaves. He's just like, oh, I don't think you noticed that I'm still here, but I am going to leave now. And he does. So uh, the next cutscene we see is when they're walking towards Wildcat. Mr. H calls them. He he tells them where to go. And Neku's like, I have one more. I have a question for you. And Beat cuts him off and says, like, who's a game master? He doesn't. Mr. H does not know. They ask about Joshua, and this is when Mr. H is like, oh, you mean Yoshia? Did he seem like the composer? So it seems like this Mr. H knows a composer, knows that that concept exists, but it couldn't possibly be this kid who he's never known as Joshua. I have my interpretation of what's going on here, but we'll get to it when we get to the reveal at the end. Okay, cool. My notes say, hmm! And uh, Neku asks about the visions that he's been having. Mr. H says... Maybe someone is trying to show you something, but hold on to what is a real memory and what isn't. That's also interesting, considering knowing what actually happens. Uh, so they run into Shiki and Rhyme again. More of a more of, more of them being weird. Yeah, they're even stranger. Um, they're having a nice little convo, and then a shark noise comes up and almost eats beat, and then Rhyme pushes him out of the way, and Rhyme gets swallowed up. F in the chat. F, F, F in the chat. It happens again. Mm-hmm. It keeps happening. Everything happens so much. Uh, beat, beat has a moment of, like, she, she tried so hard to prove that she was Rhyme that she, like, that, that, it, that this happened again. Yeah. And Shiki's gone too because yeah. Shiki and Rhyme were partners, and Shiki didn't wasn't able to save herself in the seven minutes that she had after losing her partner. Yeah, uh, Coco says, "OMG, that is like legit tragic." <laughs> I, I I see. I love Coco actually. The rumor uh-huh. come out. Yeah. So now Neku is like, "Hey, the vision I had happened. Maybe these are things that aren't. Maybe these are things that are going to happen." So is Joshua going to shoot me fucking again? again? <laughs> fucking again. They continue to go towards Mr. Hanakoma, even though Coco thinks that he is a creep. She doesn't trust that beard. Mr. Hanakoma? This is when I learned her name was Coco. <laughs> a little late. Mr. Hanakoma explains, surprise, you ever seen the Matrix kid? <laughs> he says that actually the quote unquote Shibuya that they've been going through is actually a kind of it's a fake Shibuya that all is within a very powerful noise that they are stuck in a noise and that's what the Shibuya they see around them is that's why everyone is acting strange that's why the city is arranged differently that's why there are very few players in fact there are no play there's only them uh because the Shiki and Rhyme were fake and they say wow we've never seen a noise that powerful and Hanakoma says, a very powerful reaper must have done it. I've never seen a reaper that powerful until today. And he gestures towards Coco. The twist. Twist. Beat says, so she's Miss Chiff. Love it. So funny. Yeah, she then says uh, to Hanakoma, no wonder you weren't acting like I wanted. 
your real self was butting in or something along those lines. So my interpretation of the phone call and why Hanakoma... So, like, Hanakoma is able to help them and give the real answer because this is the real Hanakoma coming through. My interpretation is that the, that when they were talking on the phone to Hanakoma, it was like the real Hanakoma was fighting to take control of this fake Hanakoma within the noise. So the fake Hanakoma only knows Yashia, but the real Hanakoma is exerting enough influence to be helpful, and it's only now that, like, the real Hanakoma is completely manifesting in this noise world. That's my interpretation. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, sure. It's a fair reading. Cool. It's it makes about as much sense as anything. They fight the they fight the noise, and presumably they win. Uh, and then wake up in Udagawa, and uh, Neku thinks this is probably they're probably just back in reality now, right? And then Shiki calls, and his conversation with her seems to be good. Beat calls Rhyme, and things seem to be good. Coco's there the whole time, by the way. Yeah, off screen, Beat says Buyaka, and they say, hey, we should probably do something about Coco. So she pulls out a gun and shoots Neku. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he, like, dives out of the way, or maybe he, or no, I guess he is. I genuinely don't know what is happening in this scene. Even I guess he it. just gets shot. So he gets shot, he, he falls down. And then the vision that he had of Joshua shooting him again is actually Joshua shooting Coco. Yeah, but she seems fine. Yeah, she like seems maybe injured but runs away. Neku's body disappears. <laughs> it just fucking vanishes. Like, shit. I, like, ending of Kingdom Hearts 3, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, you, your notes say, Mr. Shibuya, I don't feel so good. <laughs> well, now I know it's Shinjuku and I didn't change it. Um, uh, yeah, because now we see the rest of his visions happen. Uh, we see the, the weird pin symbol show up in the sky and disintegrate some buildings, which I wrote. Yeah, Mr. Shibuya, I don't feel so good, but it's it's Shinjuku. And then we also see the girl walking towards the screen in the headphones. And then we get text on the screen that says, too late, it's all over. Her eyes turn red also, don't they? I don't remember that. Oh, let me pull up the video. Okay, while you do that, I'm skimming the, the secret scene that we missed before. I guess maybe not. Her, yeah, her eye, no, her eyes definitely turn red. Go to 28-22 and watch for like five seconds. I think her eyes are just red, but they do get now, redder. Yeah, they get very red. Yeah. Which has an implication in this franchise. Um... Yeah, she's got Norded. <laughs> that mm, close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she got magoomed. Mag magoomed. Then you're yes. It, then the text on the screen says too late. It's all over. And then we get a scene with Mr. Hanakoma and Joshua speaking. They uh, they say that Shinjuku has experienced what they call an inversion, uh, where Shinjuku, all of Shinjuku gets erased and noise starts spilling out into the RG from Shinjuku. Um, they note that uh, they don't necessarily know who uh, the girl in Neku's visions is, but that she must have a connection to Neku and she must have been showing him those things somehow. Uh, she must have forged some connection with him. Oh, you thought uh, that did... Is that your reading of that? Maybe I misread it. I thought they were talking about Coco giving him those visions. Now, let me read the actual text. Please um, do. I would love to understand. 
I'll just read the text of this whole scene. Okay. Um, as it plays through. So, Mr. Hanakoma says, looks like Shinjuku got erased. Joshua says, so it would seem. Hanakoma, never thought we'd see an actual inversion occur. Joshua, and so, and so close to home at that. Hanakoma, right in our own backyard. Pretty unsettling to have noise popping up in the RG. Joshua, and then there's that girl. She must be the one responsible for Neku's visions. Uh, Hanakoma says, you mean those teasers? Joshua, yes, he must have synced up with her somehow. She may even have lent him a hand. How fortunate she managed to escape erasure. Hanakoma says, clearly she's something special. And let's not forget our little Reaper friend. Okay. We've got some crazy cats headed our way. Joshua says, which makes this the calm before the storm. There's no telling what will become of Shibuya. But I suppose that's their problem now, not ours. Hanakoma says, what about Neku? Joshua says, he served his purpose, but I don't need him anymore. And that's it. <laughs> what a great note for Joshua to end on. Joshua! Fuck Neku! I thought you liked him. Yeah, um, that's not the end of the day. That is the end of no, that scene. No, it's not. It's the end of the scene, yeah. Yeah, um, because we do see one more scene with Coco uh, before our, our big finale. But we cut to Coco, who says, well, the game literally can't continue without Neku in it, which I think is funny. A, a good a good metatextual joke. Mm-hmm. She says that... Uh, she, she was, says, like, maybe you don't need it. I, somehow she's responding to what Joshua said, even yeah. though she's in a completely different place. But she says, like, maybe you don't need him, but I totes do. I mean, maybe it involves the, the previous shooting of him. Yeah. But... She's like, I do, I do need him, and he'll need a Zeta strong partner. Then she goes to uh, a taboo noise graffiti and resurrects Mina Momoto. Hell yeah. <laughs> the man who can't die. Oh, it's mathematically impossible for him to lose. Nah, he just keeps getting brought fucking back. I would, a man, I want to see Neku have to team up with that idiot. God, I want that so bad. Holy shit. Kingdom Hearts 4, please. Who fucking knows what the future holds for anyone or anything? Yep. But that's that's that. Uh, the text on the screen that comes up that says the new day. And it changes into a new game begins. And then we see our final car, our final like end of screen is our headphone girl who has yet been named. And she's standing in front of a 10-4 tower that says new seven days. So who knows? At some point, I realized that Neku has had Bluetooth headphones since 2007. And hmm. the fact... Are you sure it's not that the cable is through that big hoodie of his? It could be, but I didn't see any cables in the, in the credits when he takes them off. Like, they're just laying mm. there. I didn't see any mm -hmm. cables. Mm -hmm. but, but this girl has very noticeable cables on her headphones. Mm -hmm. But that's that. Uh, I did look up... I, I pulled up uh, this, this secret... This secret... Uh, time attack video from another day that I guess maybe it's only in solo remix or I just, the person that we maybe just Yamatufa missed it, uh, and or something, but, uh, who sent this us in the discord, uh, their name in discord is ref. So thanks ref bringing this to our attention. And I don't have detailed notes on it, so I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but mainly is in another day, you can go, if you go all the way back to the composer's room, uh, at the, at the end of the river, I'm not sure how to, to, to get this scene, but it seems like you you, you find a second Joshua. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it seems to be mainly just confirming that he is there and there are two of them. 
because uh, this is him saying like, yep, I'm from oh. another world. Like this is where he huh. ran away to. Oh, so the Joshua that we see in Tin Pin is alternate Joshua. Yes, but that okay. alternate Joshua does seem to understand what this room is. Like when they get there, he's like saying shit. Let me is like, this is the room of reckoning, the throne that seats the one who rules Shibuya. The very fabric of Shibuya is woven within these walls. And then our Joshua from the main game shows up. Oh, funny. Up. They interact with each other. I don't. Yeah, they don't really interact much. Beat says, I can't believe Pink has a twin. Uh, and then what's the exact line I want to make sure I call out? Joshua says, I suppose I should say nice to meet you in this world. And this, yeah, this is when they yell Pink has a twin. I'm just watching it and reading it now. Uh, Beat says, who led us into the Hall of Mirrors? Very funny joke. Um, Joshua says, uh, our Joshua says, I come from a world parallel to this one. Existence branched and our worlds took different paths. I just crossed over and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Joshua. Oh, uh, yeah. He just said, Wait, ran- does he actually say that? Yeah, yes. He literally Holy says that. Holy shit, that's funny. Uh, he says, I thought I that ran- was you making a joke. Nope, nope. That's the thing that, jo- that Joshua makes that joke. Uh, he says, I ran into a spot of trouble there. Nothing major. Uh, about one yoctogram. This world seems refreshingly cozy, very peaceful. And uh, Beat says, no wonder they keep this kid locked in the basement. Ten Pin Joshua says, your world isn't peaceful. So they do talk a little bit. Um, and he says, not at the moment. And Joshua says, I assume Neku is holding down the fort. This Neku says, me. And Joshua says, no, our Neku. So he's just kind of waiting for his ride home. And... He says, hey, do you want to play a game? So they do like a boss rush time attack thing. And um, that's that's really it. Like Neku wins. And then our Joshua says, I knew I was right to pick you, even though you're not the Neku I picked. And then that's 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 that on that. It kind I mean, it answers our questions about like, are there two Joshua's or, or is that pretending? And it also like confirms that our, the the main story Joshua interacted with other people while he was there. But I mean it's mostly like it's it's canon, it's interesting, it answers some questions, but it's mostly just bonus. Cool. But we uh, covered it. You want to read the uh secret reports from this extra day? God, yeah, I, f- I fucking forgot about those too. Let me pull that up. Do you want to read the first one and I'll do the second one? I'd love to. A new day secret addendum 1 it's called. Uh, are we to presume these are still written by Hanakoma? I guess we'll figure it out because I haven't read these yet. Yeah, I, I'm assuming just based on the fact that this, the the fandom page says they're all wit- written by him yeah. and they're all on the same page. But I guess what well, we can assume after we've read them. A New Day One sec- Secret Addendum A says, Thanks to the composer's change of heart, brought on by exposure to his proxy's unbridled imagination, Shibuya has been restored to its original state. Crisis averted. Although the rules have undergone some slight revisions in the wake of Shibuya's rebirth, the powers that be deemed no major changes were necessary, saying it's better to keep things easy to understand. Yeah, that hasn't actually happened too much, I don't think. For now, it seems, the game will remain the same. The composer will continue to use it as a tool by which he can judge the worth of visitors from the RG. In other words, everything's back to normal. Well, in Shibuya, at least. The incident outside the city has piqued the composer's interest, and rightfully so. Neither one of us has ever seen it happen so close to home. Uh, A New Day 2 has secret addendum B, and it says, Two boys I know quite well seem to have vanished from the RG a few hours ago. 
What's more is that I've detected several spikes in activity over the past few days during regularly scheduled retunings. Oh yeah, the vibes. Mm-hmm. While I have yet to find an explanation for the unexpected trouble that has a, uh, accompanied noise outbreaks and interplanar travel as of late, I can't help but think it must be connected to those boys' sudden disappearance. For now, I've decided to investigate a certain noise that made some major waves when it first appeared. Something about it strikes me as suspicious, although I have no evidence definitively tying the emergence of this noise to the aforementioned incident. My intuition tells me the former was somehow caused by the latter. We'll see what I turn up when I check out the scene. Speaking of which, it looks like the composer is making moves of his own. We haven't coordinated our efforts, but I've got a hunch we're headed in the same direction. A New Day 3, Secret at NMC. It turns out the enormous noise under that Little Reaper's control was actually a pseudo-parallel world artificially constructed by breaking down and forcibly rebinding the soul from various noise. Christ. This sort of unusual and unstable dimension is extremely fragile, so we gave up on the idea of down-tuning our vibes to launch an infiltration. Instead, I interfered with the noise from the outside by using an advanced method of imprinting. I was right! Oh, yeah! I forgot imprinting existed! I love this next sentence so much! (laughs) My goal was to save both boys. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I What? Unfortunately, I could only save one. Neku oh, right, because Neku gets, gets fucking shot. Yeah, <laughs> I for, how soon I forget. A pseudo-parallel world like that is like that one is special in that it is heavily dependent upon its creator. A considerable imagination is required to create such a world, far greater than that of any run-of-the-mill reaper. I suspect someone may have gotten that little... I suspect someone must have given that little girl a hand. And what about those mysterious visions that invaded Neku's consciousness? What about that abnormal power and whoever created it? What about the Reaper resummoned into the UG via refinery signal? Referring to uh, Minamoto here. All of these phenomena occurred almost simultaneously with the aforementioned incident in Shinjuku. That is, the inversion. But is it possible a single event could truly have such widespread repercussions? I'm determined to find out. And, And with that, I think we've covered everything we can from this fucking game. I mean, we could be like... The pig noise in day four is located in Toe Records. No, uh, this isn't a walkthrough podcast. That'd be fucking dull. But, uh... In order to evolve (laughs) all your pins... (laughs) Ten pin! I do think you have to get the the pig noise to uh, get all the reports. So that's not... I don't give a shit. When feeding your characters, make sure to keep in mind the foods they do and don't like. (laughs) Beet is really fond of ramen. Except for in the tin pin day, he likes curry. Isn't that wild? (laughs) This bit fucking sucks. (laughs) Well, we did it. A lot of a lot of great questions have been asked today, and by that I mean between this episode and the Dream Drop Distance episode, because uh, we recorded both today, um, and they're all going to blur together in my brain. But I don't know. I'm I'm very curious on if any of this really will affect the future of Kingdom Hearts, which is technically speaking why we started this. Uh, I it's not. I mean, I also care about this franchise now too. That's so. the thing. I am almost more invested in what the world is with <laughs> you specifically is doing, which is maybe part of why I would like, I would like to see them again. Like I would, I would love for, I, I would love for 
similar to how Travers Town appeared when these characters needed it, Kingdom Hearts to appear when these characters need it because no one buys their games. Um, or at least not enough people for for Square Enix to uh, to greenlight another project. But who's to know if this was just setting up more of the world ends with you stuff or if it will in any way tie in uh, with with uh, Kingdom Hearts going forward. But you can't say we didn't cover it. We covered it, uh, and I'm really glad we did. Love this fucking game. Yep. I would. I. I think I would prefer another World Ends with You game than it just becoming intrinsic with uh, Kingdom Hearts. But at the end of the day, we all saw the Yozora video, and Remind comes out in a month. Who fucking knows what's gonna happen? We'll cover it when it comes out. So just, just uh, let's just talk about the schedule of this podcast for a minute, then. So the Dream Drop Distance episode came out on the 24th. This episode comes out on the 31st. Um, so we're going to take the first week of January off, the first Tuesday we've ever fucking missed, and then we'll be back with a... Uh, we'll, we'll cover, on the 14th, we'll cover whatever has come out of Unchained. I think it should be a whole episode. I haven't kept up with it personally, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if something else comes out before remind uh because they're assholes um so we'll cover that up to whatever's been released on that on that day and then we'll do our our recap of all of kingdom hearts 3 we'll, we'll cover it the entire plot of that game in one episode similar to the story so far that'll come out the 21st which is two days before remind and then uh we'll whip around that next tuesday the 28th with our first remind episode no fucking clue how long it's going to take us to cover that DLC or what that format looks like. Um, but after we finish Remind, we know what game we're covering next. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going it's, to it's it's be a lot really of fun. As I mentioned, I think in a previous episode, it's really tempting for me to just blow the lid off the surprise. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. No, I, 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 I think all I can say is the art that we commissioned is real fucking good. Yeah, as, <laughs> I, yeah, as of now, I I only saw the work in progress. Yeah, but. I, th- we've just seen a sketch, but it looks so fucking good. By by the time I don't know if patrons will know by the time this episode comes out, but patrons will know first because I will probably just show them all the art when it's done, and and maybe the the opening that when I edit it together. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it. It's gonna be great. Lots to look forward to, and I think that's. That's that's all that we can 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 talk about now. So we'll see you uh, in in two weeks as we return to uh, the kingdom of our hearts. But until then, wheels, where could everyone find you on the Internet? Twitter.com slash the Travis W and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. Probably as of your reading when you're listening to this, we are doing uh a bunch of little things over the holidays before we get our uh next full season in uh we're gonna be uploading some stuff that was previously patreon exclusive we're gonna be uploading the sequel to our uncharted world season we're gonna be uploading um our live show that we did recently so a lot of fun little one-off things, uh, probably a mini season in there as well. And then we'll get to our next full season, which I don't want to announce here because we haven't announced it yet on the program itself. Uh, but um, if you're a fan of media franchises, there's a chance that we might be <laughs> playing in the universe of one. Very Random Encounters is the name of that program. How exciting. You can find myself on Twitter at twitter.com slash ghost of Joe. Ghost of Joe on all the social medias that I use. 
Um, I'm on a couple other podcasts. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Champs in the Making this time, because uh, that's a fun little thing that exists that uh is starting to to go public in the in the it's starting to go wild in the public feed. Um, so basically, on the Orange Groves Patreon, the network that we're on, we had a show that was Patreon exclusive where we ranked all the Pokemon with a bracket. And uh, as an extra life goal, now it's free. So there's going to be two episodes a month if you just search Champs in the Making. Uh, there should be uh, a couple episodes out by by now. I think three now, and then I think the day after this should be another episode because the 1st and the 15th of any given month. So January is around the corner. Um, so yeah, you should check that out. Uh, and if you really get into the show and you want to hear another like 10 episodes of it, you can support the Orange Coast Patreon to hear that and a bunch of other bonus stuff. So there, you can, you can, that's my plug. Champs in the making. And uh, you can find other shows on the network at theorangegroves.com, including that one, other shows that I'm on, other shows that I'm not on. You can support this show on Patreon at patreon.com slash memorizecast. You can follow this show on Twitter at twitter.com slash memorizecast. Uh, all that stuff's also in the show notes for this episode. I think that's it. If there's nothing, my brain's empty, so I hope that's it. I think that's it, and then you say that was. Oh, is it my turn? So that was a new day of The World Ends With You. Got it. Memorize. Memorize. 10-4. The time is now, the moment is here. Get rid of your fears, no time for the tears. Because we gon' take it. hours, cause we got the power in the palm of my hand. Give him the chance, you know. And when it seems everything's wrong and the pressure is on, that's when it's time to be strong. Just look in the mirror and wipe your face. Step up to the plate, cause it's time to be great. So come on and embrace the new day. Come on and live life a new way. Don't stop till you reach the top. And while them haters keep hating, you'll be winning a race. Stop.